Heisje. Hey Shooks, it's your girl, Vicki L. Kemp. We are back with another powerful episode. Thank you once again for joining in. Again, let me welcome you. If this is your first time, thank you for joining us and being a part of this amazing platform for women. This is Saving Our Sisters podcast, and I want you to play it forward, share with your village, contact your girlfriends, let them know that the conversation is going down on this podcast. So today, first of all, how y'all doing? I trust and pray that you are well. I'm so excited about today's podcast. I have a very special guest, my son, y'all. Javon Kemp. He is a phenomenal educator, teacher. You're going to hear so many powerful things about him. But importantly, he is about to educate us in his line of work. I don't want to give it to you too much. I want him to tell you about himself. But I think it's very important that you get a pen and paper and you're going to jot down some notes because this is about to be powerful. I'm so excited. I cannot say it enough. Um, And I want you to be intentional of hearing what he has to say. We're going to talk about being intentional as me and him get into the conversation, but I'm going to prep you. I want you in advance to be intentional about what he is about to teach us um, from his clinical line of work and also from the spiritual side. Y'all ready? Let's get into the conversation. Hey, my sisters, I am back. I have a special guest that I was talking to you about, and I am glad to introduce to you my son, Javon Kemp. Hey, son, what's going on? Uh, nothing much. Just uh, just hanging out on this great Sunday afternoon. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. I am doing really good. I see you got a deep voice on this phone. Uh, you know what? We uh, <laughs> shouted quite a bit in church, so I think this is the aftermath. Is that it? Is that the aftermath? <laughs> yeah, okay. we had a great time in service today. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. I really did enjoy you, and I got to do a clip, a recorded audio, and um, I'm excited to launch it today. But before I do that, I wanted to invite you on here just to explain some things you were talking today that I found to be very profound very interesting. But first, 
I want you to let the world know in podcast land, who are you and what is your profession? What do you do? Let's check you out for a minute. Uh, well, uh, so my name is Javon Kemp. Uh, I am uh, a uh, an associate professional clinical counselor, so I'm still in the process of obtaining li- uh, hours uh, to obtain licensing with California. Uh, but uh, I am in practicing a clinical uh, uh, counselor, and what we're what I, my job description or my role is to provide therapy and assessments, um, all kinds of mental health treatment to individuals who are struggling with mental health symptoms, uh, which has a broad range of depression and anxiety and mm. schizophrenia and bipolar. So there's a long list, uh, but at the end of the day, I, I'm a servant uh, for my community and just trying to make a, an impact. Wow, that was a whole mouthful. That's powerful. I'm so proud of you. You are doing your thing. You um, work in the daytime and the nighttime. You're married. Y'all hear that, ladies? Behind that fine voice, he married Uh, (laughs) y'all. How many years have you been married to Arnisha, the queen? uh, 16 years. Uh, We've been together for 20 years, but married 16 years. Really? I didn't realize y'all been together that long. I remember your wedding day. Um, Nisha walked out looking looking fly and beautiful. Beautiful, wasn't she? She was gone. <laughs> Are you ready for love? Yeah, hey, you remember. Why <laughs> are you hiding that from special. me? That song. <laughs> that song. Yeah, I, re- I yes. remember uh, that you love that song. That I was, do. Uh, yes, it was yes. such a special day. And you yes. are also... Um, not just an amazing husband, but you are a father that is present. You are a father that is um, a great provider and you love and you nurture your children. So I applaud you for that because you don't get that in the day in which we live in. Ladies, there are some amazing fathers out there. That's why I tell y'all, I be telling my sisters in podcast land, son, don't settle. Don't settle. But that's a whole nother conversation. But <laughs> y'all, y'all get that takeaway? Don't settle. Wait on your kingdom, man. Um, so you were talking today and you were talking and I'm going to let them hear. But I just want to clarify something. You talked about us needing to take a time to rest. Listen, why is it that we as a people don't know how to rest? Can you just expound on that a little deeper in your clinical terms? Listen, in your clinical terms. Yes. And just looking at uh, the history, I mean, we can go all over, but just in our society, it's there. There's a lot of emphasis put on grinding um, mm-hmm. and grinding until you can't grind anymore. You uh, work until you can't work anymore. Um, and so that's a part of the societal norm. Uh, but for 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 us, uh, for our people, mm-hmm. uh, we have been bred to work uh, sometimes for no pay or minimal pay. Um, and, and we have this, uh, sometimes we can have a, a, a perception of if we take a break or if we rest, mm-hmm. then the time that we are resting is at a time of 
of it being unproductive or not productive. And, and sometimes resting is the most productive time of our day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we get caught up in this hamster wheel where we feel like we always have to be moving. And, and a lot of people have gotten caught up in uh, the feeling that they have to keep doing something. If they, even if they're making no progress, they have to keep moving and they're wearing themselves out. But at the end of the day, God never created us to work all the time mm-hmm. and, and never rest. Even he gives us the example. He's the model. He worked for six days and on the seventh day he rested. And so for us, um, resting is very important, uh, not only for our body, but also for our mind. Um, there are some times where we think that resting is, oh, I need to go to sleep or I need to take a nap. And maybe that's, that's true. Uh, but there's also times where we're sleeping and we're still not resting because our mind is still going. It's still planning. I know. It's I've, still been, I've been there. I've been there. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and so for us, we have to be, uh, mindful of being, uh, intentional and deliberate with taking, uh, rest breaks, taking a step back and, and not being afraid to say, I need a minute. Wait a minute. You said, I want y'all to catch this intentional and deliberate. I like that. Yes. I haven't heard them um, lately coupled together. Intentional yes. and deliberate. That's really good. And I, I didn't hear uh, about that hamster wheel. I'm going to have to remember that. So you don't hear that again in the sermon. <laughs> That's so true. And I'm guilty of some of the things that that you were talking about. Like when I go to bed, I want to turn my mind off, but I sometimes can't because I'm thinking about tomorrow. I'm thinking about what I didn't get done. I'm thinking about what I need to get done. So thank you yes. for telling us to be intentional and deliberate. So how do you do that? How do I be intentional about rest? Great question. Um, So for one, it takes practice. Uh, Some get discouraged because they'll try to rest and they'll be intentional Mm -hmm. for a day Mm -hmm. or two. And then they lose that uh, that that intentionality or that um, just that that planning process because they feel like it didn't happen in the first two days. So it's not going to happen, which is totally not true. Just like anything else, we have to practice with turning our mind off. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of us, our mind runs us instead of us using our mind it's a tool i can't remember what book it was uh that i read and it, it, it may have been a, a book by uh, uh the power of now by eckhart tolle um mm. and while I, I disagree the power with of now of his, yes the power of now and I, and i while i may disagree with some of his theology i think that practical examples of our mind just being a tool mm-hmm. instead of us being a tool of our mind. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Um, You're giving it to me too quick. This is powerful. Oh, you said not being a tool of our mind. Right, right. Wow, uh, so, good. so sometimes, so our mind is a tool that God has given us to mm-hmm. to critically think, to solve problems, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. make progress. And, and we are supposed to know when to use, uh, and you went to use it and how much to use it. But instead of us using the mind that God has given us, our mind uses us. And so then we become products of our mind and these intrusive thoughts and these racing thoughts that come and they take over. And then once the mind takes over, it's hard to turn it off. Mm. And so if we learn how to turn our mind off and how to use it as a tool instead of it using us, then we'll be able to rest. Um, some some uh, 
easy exercises uh, in being intentional is meditation. Uh, We hear in scripture where the Bible tells us to meditate. um, And in meditation, you are controlling your thoughts. You're controlling what you're thinking about um, and, and not allowing your thoughts to just run you ragged, but you are controlling what's going on in your mind. Um, so meditation is, is one. Uh, number two is um, learning how to redirect the thoughts that come into your mind. So we have unhealthy thoughts mm-hmm. uh, that may be desirable. <laughs> I want to be real. Some <laughs> right, of these thoughts right. may be desirable, but unhealthy. And so we allow these thoughts to take residence in our mind and they, and they take over subtly. And then Pretty soon, we're thinking about things uh, longer than we wanted to think about them. Uh, and the, the, the thoughts are more intense than we wanted them to be. And so at the end of the day, the thoughts end up running us as opposed to us using those thoughts uh, to create um solutions for our problems and so uh, it takes time it takes uh, being intentional i'm not gonna let my mind run me today i am going to focus on x y and z and when i feel my mind slipping and when i see myself thinking about things that are unhealthy or unproductive Mm -hmm. then i will bring my mind back into subjection Mm -hmm. to my will as opposed to it just running wild like uh, i use this phrase in therapy wild horses where they're just going just running and doing what they want out of control out of control yes and so our mind again is a tool that god has blessed us with and so we need to learn how to use it uh appropriately and properly wow this is listen you real smart you real (laughs) intelligent and as i'm hearing (laughs) you speak i'm thinking about the practical um the practical learning the clinical learning and coupled with the spirituality, like the word says, casting down yes, um, every, every evil thought, every I imagination, bring it into yeah. the obedience of Christ. This yes. is really, really good. And and I find the day in which we live in, let me just not say the day in which we live in, but for years, we tell people what to do, but we don't teach them how. Yeah, and I think right. it's that's why I say, how do I be intentional? What what does it mean to be deliberate, to be de- do things deliberately? And I get it now. I have to be intentional about me needing my mind to rest because yeah. if my mind is not resting, I'm really not healthy. Yeah, right. And and, and with uh, that phrase that you just spoke of, it has to be done on purpose. You're, you're not going to gain purpose. or regain control on accident because our mind sometimes things just happen and, and and we adapt and sometimes we live in in our imagination and this false reality that we create in our mind and pretty soon it sucks us out of our current reality Ooh, uh, which was some Yeah, which for some, it has become a place of coping. So if I can live in my thoughts and in my imagination where everything is good and I can create the environment, then it is my way of escaping my current pain and my current struggle to a place where I control everything or it's just pleasant for me. Uh, When in reality, that's unhealthy because when you come back to reality, when you snap back to reality, then the same troubles that you left will be there. So it's important that we use the mind to to create solutions so that we can create a healthier lifestyle as opposed to maladaptive behaviors that will drive us further into 
the the struggles that mm-hmm. we are uh, you know dealing with on a day-to-day basis wow that's really deep you said we get in la la land and imaginary yes. land and i feel like when you snap back you're gonna drop deeper yes. because it's like yes. oh god i'm really living like this this is my this is my reality but um we do at times i did it um if we can be honest that's why we can help people is when we're honest about where we've been you talk a lot about even today when you were speaking we getting there we getting there ladies y'all gonna hear him y'all gonna hear the preach word you're gonna hear the clinical side then you're gonna hear the spiritual this is why this podcast episode is so powerful you talked about maladaptive behaviors explain <laughs> what yes. is that? So, I know, so but I mal- want you to explain. What is yes. maladaptive behaviors? Maladaptive behaviors are things that we have or habits that we have utilized or created mm-hmm. uh, to kind of escape our current trouble, but it doesn't provide a remedy. In fact, it makes the issue worse or it makes the struggle worse. And so um, I-, I gave the example of... Um, you know, uh, smoking and, and drinking right. and without, without being judgmental, I, I know that there are, we, we all deal with different struggles. And so there's no judgment on my, from my end, mm-hmm. but I do want to educate us that sometimes, you know, and I gave the example in the sermon of some people where they, you know, they used to drink, you know, socially or on occasion or once a month when the struggle gets real and it gets tough and it gets tight, you that say one it. drink a month turns to, to one drink a day or one drink a week and so you have increased your drinking which then forms a habit that makes it harder so not only are you dealing with the struggle that you came in with initially but now you have to deal with the addiction of alcohol or right. uh, or, or smoking whatever you're smoking or lying or, like you broke it down today you said <laughs> well i think i was side hustling when i said you lying <laughs> when we don't tell oh, the yes. truth when we don't tell yeah. the truth about our current we hide behind reality with habits and lies and falsehoods yes. and and i think it's so good that we can learn to be intentional about being honest with where we are in life. Yes. And, and, we're, and we don't. So we don't. Mm-hmm. Because we have we, we got to put on these masks for people. We feel like, you know, um, we have to show up for people all the time, especially in church. If you're in leadership, I got to be this person. No, you got to be your true self. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you know what I've learned as well? you have to be courageous sometimes telling people no takes courage because we have been programmed that we have to keep saying yes we have to make them happy we have to please them we have to do this and do that even at the expense of our own mental health and that is totally not what uh, what Christ, when he spoke of being servants mm-hmm. uh, and serving your brother and sister, it does not mean that we have to be yes men and people please. In fact, exactly. people pleasing puts you in the bondage that Jesus spoke against in the New Testament. And so being real takes courage. Being honest takes courage. Instead of uh, burning yourself out and putting your family second, learning how to tell people, I can't do that today. I or, can't no, do I that. Can't today yeah or no i'm not taking this phone call today because i know that it's a bunch of drama and i want to spend time with my family today (laughs) yeah and being okay with that and it's funny um ladies if you um 
haven't, go back a few episodes and I did a podcast episode, son, and it was entitled, No Thank You. <laughs> no Thank You. <laughs> like, No, no thank, thank You, because yeah. I got to first be true to me, because mm-hmm. if I keep saying yes, 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 I'm hurting me and yes. I'm not being true to me. And a lot of times um, we feel like if we say yes, we're not going to be accepted. We're going to be talked about, but mm-hmm. that's going to happen anyway. It's gonna happen anyway. So, so yeah. this is pretty. And when you tell powerful. them no, they're gonna act like you just crushed their whole world. What? The you tell them you no, shut them yes. down. Like, no. yeah, because sometimes people act like you owe them a yes. Yeah, like I right. know you didn't been there for me. I know you did this for me. I thank you. I appreciate you. But today I'm gonna have to say no. Because I have something else to do. And you got to be okay with that. Because I'm okay now in this part of my life, in this part of the road. I got to tell you no. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And that's a lot for you because you got a lot going on right now. Listen, honey. You got a lot. You are a pastor of Greater Harvest alongside your dad, Bishop Vernon Kemp. You are a hubby. You are a dad of three. You have your um, main job. Then you have your clinical uh, job at night. So I know you have learned to say no, thank you. Yes, yes, and <laughs> no, I've had to. I've had to. And then as time keeps moving forward, there's going to be more no's coming because I just I have to be more intentional with my time. And yeah. uh, as time passes, we don't get time back. So when my kids grow up and they go on to college, I can't. I can't turn back time and bring them back to elementary school and try to no. hit the football games. I got to do it now. I, I have to go to my daughter's now. cheerleading. Yeah, now I can't. I can't turn back time. Once it's mm-hmm. gone, it's gone. Mm-hmm. And so, with that, um, I've learned even with individuals whom I love, um, and they want there are certain things that they ask me to do, but no, I can't because my my children my family my wife i have to make sure i invest the time with them as opposed to doing things that may not even bear fruit later on for Ooh. other people wait and wait so see you be giving it to us so quick you don't even let me marinate on the thoughts you 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 so quick with it you said bear fruits so you want me to do this event for you or you want me to do this piece for you that may not even have any fruit and then take away time from my children for who one Mm, are my mm, fruit mm, mm. and then two will continue to bear the fruit that i've already that i'm that I've already instilled in them and the investment that I've placed in them. So it's going to be the reward for my children or through my children will be perpetual because I'm investing that time. And so I, I have uh, determined and just made a decision to make sure that I'm taking that time with my children and being there. My daughter, she's a cheerleader and she cheers at football games. When I go to the football games, I'm cheering with my daughter. I may miss a play. I may miss a touchdown yeah, because you're, I'm cheering yeah. with my daughter. You're but present. Yes, you I'm got it. And that's a whole nother podcast. We'll have to have you back. Yeah. But I'm learning yeah. now. Sorry, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm just when you said that, that just took me to a whole nother place. That when you're with your daughter, I caught that. You said you may miss a play because you're cheering with her. So that lets me know you're being present. Yes. A lot of people are not present. I'm learning even more when I'm having a conversation with you or the kid, you know, Alex, Lexus, Mm -hmm. your sisters, the hubby. I got to be present. 
Yeah. That's a lot of yeah. sometimes our mental health is 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 at alarmed because we're not present. Our mind is all yeah. over the place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's, that's so really really good. It, it bear no fruit. Mm-hmm. It bear no yeah. fruit. You said something else while you were um talking today and we're going to let them hear it in a minute, but this is so good. You going to have to come back. And you know what, son? You need to do a workshop. This would be powerful if you did like a Saturday workshop. But anyway, you said something about our thoughts. I caught that. How do you teach people in your profession, in your medical clinical profession, how to deal with their thoughts? Like, well, we've touched on it all, all the time, meditation. But like our thoughts just, you said intrusive. They run all over the place. Yeah, yeah. So that's the same as meditation? Um, Meditation helps to control those thoughts. mm -hmm. uh, And it helps to to create a stillness, a a peace. Mm. And and I think that's what we're missing. Um, But there was one more thing. Uh, With with our thoughts, um, being able to recognize what's going on. Some people think that they can fix this in a day or two or in a week or two. But if you've been thinking this way for 20 years, Mm. you can't expect for you to be able to totally overhaul your way of thinking and processing and all of the cognitive distortions that you have developed over time, which just a couple of examples, uh, one cognitive distortion is they have to treat me. Everybody has to be nice to me. That's a distortion because not everybody's going to be nice to you. Uh, One more is things have to always work out the way I plan for them to work out. That's Mm -hmm. a distortion because that's not reality. And so sometimes reality, that's not reality. And some people have developed these 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 maladaptive ways of, of thinking and behaving and reacting. And what what they end up doing is creating this lifestyle of uh, improper processing and over 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. And so sometimes it may take some people months to really retrain how they see things. Okay. Um, just because somebody say no, it doesn't make them your enemy. But some people believe that if you tell me no, you're against me, you're not my friend. No, it just means no. There's nothing else attached to that. There's no trailer. <laughs> there's no extra. There's no no thing. Nothing else That's that I want to tell you that I haven't said. It, there's just a no. It's just it's, no. It's just uh, no, y'all. Yeah, y'all, yeah. write that down. Tweet that. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. But I think that's from that that. Ooh, that comes from a different place. That's a whole nother. Like for me, I felt like for me that no thank you was attached to people pleasing. See, it's attached to something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we have to get unbothered and delivered from folk, yeah. from yourself, to be able to say no thank you without feeling bad, without feeling yeah. like you committed a crime. Right. You know, and that's it's all that of that. comes from being able to say, I'm going to say no. And then I'm going to be able to bear whatever comes with the mm-hmm, no. Mm-hmm. They may be mad at me. They may start tripping. They may block me on social media. <laughs> they may, they all these things, right? And so courage says, you know what? I'm going to say no because this is what's best for me and my family. Mm-hmm. And whatever comes after that, I'm courageous enough to deal with the consequence of me saying no. This is good. Um, 
Yeah. And this so uh, with our thoughts, uh, there's so much that goes on. We we fight, we struggle. We some of us, we've had years of struggle and, mm-hmm. and to- just toiling in our mind to where we don't even rest um, and being able to really sit ourselves down and be intentional about resting our body and our mind is the only way that we're going to be able to be ultimately who God has created right. us to be. Yeah. Wow, this is so good. Even just like this evening, it's Sunday evening, and I said, I haven't taken a nap in a long time, so I was able to take a nap. Would you believe it? Yeah, and nice. I felt better when I woke up. I might be up late tonight, but I felt better. Um, and I had to be intentional. Get your pillow. Get on the couch. Listen, listen, y'all out there. Put your phone up. Yes. Listen, y'all. Listen, y'all. Turn it off or... Put it on do not disturb because sometimes when we're trying to rest, we feel obligated. Yes. Yes. This is good. Can you come back and talk to us a little bit more? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Can I mention the phone piece that you mentioned? Yes. Please. The phone piece. um, Some of us have become slaves to our phone. Come on our cell phone, our social media, to where we can be having a deep conversation, but the moment we hear that ding, where somebody messages us, messaged us, or uh, or calling us, whatever, it totally knocks us out of the vibe that we were in, because now all of a sudden, we have to either look at the phone to see who's messaging us, or it just totally disrupted the vibe. There's a vibe that was going on, but now, since the phone has, has rung, or is doing, is flashing, whatever it's doing, it knocks us off you are telling the truth yeah and so for some of us we had turn it putting on that do not disturb it's gonna be hard for you but you gotta do it (laughs) some of us turning the phone off it might be hard for you because you feel like you're gonna miss something but back in the day they didn't have phones on them all the time they had the the rotary dial phone yes and the pages a bunch of text messages yeah it wasn't no social media and they lived through it and so turning your phone off for a certain amount of time or do not disturb for a certain amount of time, it's going to be okay. Nobody's going to, nothing major is going to happen. I mean, things can happen, but we mm-hmm. act like everything's mm-hmm. an emergency and it's not. And yeah. that stresses us out. You are preaching yeah. on this yes. podcast. And yeah. that's, that's real talk, though. Seriously, son. And that's going back again, being deliberate. And being intentional and having a conversation like my husband, he gets upset, babe, put the phone up. Okay, babe, let's, let's, let's watch a movie. (laughs) Like we have this thing. We're going to watch a movie. So we're going to put our phones up, especially if you have a high maintenance job. If we could be real, if you're leaders, bishop, first lady, you pastor, lady Nisha, you feel obligated. It's that obligated that I feel obligated to always have to be in the help mode. But yeah. I got to yeah. feel obligated. I got to go help them. No, 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 no. You know, they. I got to make sure they're okay. But God is like, but what about you? Yeah, You're going to be right. good for everybody else. But right. what about you? What about you what resting? About you? What about you yeah. meditating? You're preaching it. But what about you actually living it yourself? So you can so really true. be an example about what you're preaching about. So today, I just want to thank you for teaching that powerful lesson on resting and 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 not lying and just being true to yourself it was so needed you haven't been on facebook but i've been on facebook today and um somebody (laughs) shouted you out 
Oh, that's cool. And they shouted you out. It was like, thank you, Pastor Javon, um, yeah. for for telling me to rest. And she went on somewhere with her mom. Then she, her husband did something for her. She said, you caused her to think because she's a principal. So she didn't know how busy she was. And I said, that's cool. See, the Lord knew what we needed today. We need to just get somewhere and be quiet. And I find like this week I had a lot going on and I found myself just at home at home with no TV on, no music or anything. Just quietness in the house, like silencing the voices. Um, I tried to watch a movie. That's another thing we could talk about. People got to be careful what they entertain. I'm like, no, I don't want that in my spirit because I'm not going to bed thinking about that. So it's a lot of contributing factors why we don't rest, why we can't rest, because we have allowed so much in our spirit and in our ear gates and even in our eye gates. Like you say, um, some people that call you, you know, they're calling for drama. They calling for this whole thing again. You didn't walk through, walk through it with them many times, but you got to let them go to voicemail and get back yeah. with them when you are feeling up to it rather than yes. I got to put, I got to, I got to call them back. So this is right. good. This is good. <laughs> it's all right. This is good. It's but right. I thank and, you. And I, I love you. you. Go for, ahead. For what you're doing, uh, you're, you're having a positive and a powerful impact on not just the women, but, but on the world. And. You're doing great work, so I salute you. And, I'm uh, really trying. I'm really yeah. am passionate. This is for free. You hear me? I'm gonna make millions <laughs> one day, though. This is oh, for yeah. free. this yeah, is for free. It. But I have a passion because I want to do better. I'm a touring. I have evolved from a whole different place, and I feel like there's people out there that want to hear it. They're mm-hmm. open. I have this thing. You got to be open or you're not going to move. You're not going to shift. You're going to stay stuck between dilemma and deliverance. So I'm trying and I just thank you for believing in me and pushing and encouraging me. I appreciate you. Absolutely. I appreciate you so much. And um, before I let you go, just give the people a takeaway, just just a quick takeaway that they can take something home with them. Write it down. Tweet it. (laughs) you know what Uh, the main thing if if you don't remember anything else remember that it's okay for you to rest regardless of what other people are saying what other people are doing in order for you to to maximize your uh, talent maximize Mm -hmm. the opportunities that you have in life you have to have a time to recharge that way when it's time for you to move forward you're moving forward with strength and not in fatigue so feel comfortable with taking breaks Mm -hmm. take a minute jesus took a minute he said hey i'll meet with y'all on the other side i I need a minute (laughs) he said i'm going up to pray y'all wait right here and pray there was several times jesus modeled this for us so uh just in closing just uh feel comfortable feel okay and taking a rest Mm -hmm. and then when it's time to work work but don't forget to take care of your body y'all hear that i thank you i love you this was quite powerful and we will have you back so sisters my shugs i'll be right back stay tuned and we're going to hit you with the word this is a call to rest a lot of us have been going through a lot especially now with the addition of COVID-19 and all this greek letter 
variants. Like baby kids, they just won't die. They just keep multiplying. You got alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon, zeta. You got all of these variants, lambda, all of these variants that are attacking our community. So not only do we already have the stress of work, the stress of raising children, the stress of maintaining a healthy marriage, the stress of being a good son, a good daughter, uh, the stress of being a good employee, the stress of just being who you are. You have the addition of all these limitations that seem to have caged us in. And not only physically, I think the physical manifestation uh, is what's going on internally because even before we had restrictions in the public, we had internal restrictions and internal barriers that kept us from living the lives that we wanted to live. We, we say COVID did this on the outside, but really on the inside, many of us, we've imposed our own restrictions on our thought process and our ability to be free. Come on and shout rest, rest. As I get older, I, I feel like I get more sensitive uh, with the time and the value of it. And every now and then, my mind gets going and thinking about what was. Anybody get like that, you just sit back and you start reflecting about what was. Uh, and then sometimes I get stuck in wondering what will be. And then now, also I'm worried about what is. I find myself engaging in excessive planning and downplaying worry and stress and anxiety and unhealthy maladaptive habits. I find myself downplaying worry, stress, anxiety, and unhealthy, maladaptive habits. <laughs> Some of us, we have red flags when we get stressed or anxious. You, you ever heard, we won't talk about y'all, let's talk about somebody else. You ever had somebody, they just snapping at everybody? Just on edge all the time. What, what, what you say? I just said good morning. Oh, good morning. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Okay, you can smile, smile. Some, some, not y'all, but, but some people, you, you would normally have a drink maybe once a week. Don't look to the side. I don't want you telling nobody your business, but you would have a drink once a week, but now you drink it every day. It ain't even light stuff no more, it's the heavy stuff, because you just want to numb how you feel. You used to smoke a blunt, you know, every now and then. But now, it's whenever you can get it, you got it. You used to uh, at least call and check on people, and love on people, and hug and kiss. And I know with the COVID restrictions, we, but still, it, you used to love on people, but something has turned your heart cold. <laughs> yeah. And what it is, is possibly a buildup of stress and anxiety. Uh, you, 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 you have unhealthy, maladaptive habits. And because we have these maladaptive habits, we don't make the situation any better. Because when we're done with what we're doing, the problem or the situation is still there, so then you have to address it again on the next day. And the next day. And the next day. 
And if these habits become frequent enough, they become addictive. And Jesus is saying, just come to me and rest. Psychology today claims that a thought is a representation of something, like a map. Y'all have Siri on your phone? Y'all use maps? Yeah? Okay. So psychology today says that this is a representation of something. So it's almost like Siri. If you ask Siri, direct me to Agape Land Christian Academy, right? To a place that you want to get to, or maybe even an an unfamiliar place. And Siri says, one moment, and quickly a map appears on your phone or on your dash, depending on what kind of car you have, and it tells me where we are going. The path to get there, the wrecks or construction on the road, and also the time it would take to arrive. Uh, Even though the map provides all of the intricate and detailed information, it is not the actual street. It is a representation of the street. It is not the actual location, but it is a representation of the location. Even though it shows me where the lights and the intersections are, this map is not the stoplight, and it is not the intersection. And even though it shows me where construction is or the wreck wreck is, it is not the wreck or construction. And when I arrive to my destination, it shows me on the map that I have arrived. But the end of the map is not my actual destination. It is a representation. And many of us, we want our lives to be governed like we govern Siri and the map system. We want God to show us, we, we want to type in the destination. Take me to $100,000 a year. Take me to a good man. Take me to a good woman. Take me to a two-story house, five bedrooms, pool in the back, three dogs, nice green grass, big green trees. One moment, please. And we're trying to treat God like we treat Siri. God, give me a good man. Well, are you a good woman? Do you have a job? <laughs> Are you working on something? A business plan? Some type of employment? McDonald's called me the other day, but I'm too good to work at McDonald's. Well, you're just gonna be broke. You want a hundred thousand dollars a year, but ain't got the discipline of a sixty thousand dollar a year job. Mm. Mm. We want a nice house, but we don't pay our bills. One more. And God is saying, I hear what you want. And I can give you the destination. I will give you the destination. But I won't tell you everything that you have to go through to get there. Maps. There might be a wreck 
five years down the line that you can't see, but I'll help you navigate through it. This, this, this ain't Siri where, where we type in, we want the good job, and then you God tells you every detail that you have to go through to get there. You got a nagging boss. You got some hating coworkers. You got some stuff you're going through on the job. You got some sickness where you got to take some time off. You one moment. And you want God to show you every stoplight. Every wreck, every detour. You want him to give you all the details, but if God gave you all the details, you would change your destination. If God gave me all the details, I'm talking to myself. If God gave me all the details, I might want to change my destination. Because nobody promised that the road would be easy. God never said that I'm going to make this peaches and cream for you. I'm going to make sure you don't have to go through nothing in life. He said that he'll be our protector, but it didn't mean we wouldn't get wounded. He said that he'll be our healer. He never said that we wouldn't get sick. He said he'll provide us, but provide for us, but he never said that we wouldn't have financial challenges. He, he, he is not serious. with our thoughts. We have this representation in our mind of where we want to get to, but God is saying, I'll give you the desires of your heart if what? If your ways please me. Don't skip that part. God said, don't give me what I desire. Hold up. Pause B. If your ways please him. These thoughts. 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 Thoughts are similar to maps. They are not the actual event, but a representation or a forecast of what may happen. Thoughts themselves have no physical form. They are merely a representation. If I try to give you a thought, you can't hold it. I cannot physically hand, hand it to you. It does not exist outside of my mind. And your thoughts don't exist outside of your mind. They are inside. They don't exist outside of us, and yet they contain so much. Thoughts, they're physically weightless, but can become emotionally overbearing. Thoughts, no, no physical image, uh, yet they can cloud your vision and your thought process. Thoughts floating around, bouncing around in your mind, and yet can have you bent over looking 10 years older than your age. Thoughts. Appearing out of nowhere and yet can direct your emotions and behavior. Somebody shout thoughts. Thoughts. They're invisible and intangible but can make you physically sick. Thoughts. Uncontrolled can run you ragged and make you restless and cause you to live in regret. I'll say it again. Thoughts uncontrolled can run you ragged, make you restless, and cause you to live in regret. We have to watch out for those thoughts. Thoughts. 
can turn into anxiety. Anxiety turns into stress. Stress turns into panic. And soon everything seems like an emergency when none of it is really that important. We spend time cruising down memory lane, the maps of our previous locations. The song just popped in my head, but I won't say it. We get lost. <laughs> we get lost in trying to map out tomorrow. We lose out on the journey of today. Worrying about everything, and instead of allowing our mind and body to flow in the grace of today, like Jesus says in the message version, we mentally carry around the weight of the past and the future, and we lose out on the grace of today. We gotta watch those thoughts. Jesus says, come to me and rest. Come to me and rest. Hey, should. Yeah.